0: You are now listening to an episode of Champagne Problems with Nick Henderson. This is a podcast brought to you by Nine Lives Entertainment and Anchor. Each week I'll be taking a deep dive into the latest headlines of pop culture, getting some random rants off my chest, and also give you a little life advice along the way. I'm so glad you can make it. Now pop your bottle and grab your glass. Champagne Problems starts now. Hello, hello Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Champagne Problems I am your host, Nick Henderson Um, I'm glad to be on the mic Uh, once again Another week, another episode Um, I hope everybody had a pretty good week Um, Let's see, we haven't Oh, hope you had a good New Year New Year's Eve I hope that was good for y'all I actually had a good time I um, got together with some friends and and we had a pretty good time it was unexpected it was very impromptu it literally started with uh <laughs> one friend just dropping by after midnight and you know he just hit me up like you know hey Frank can I come by or whatever and I'm like yeah I was literally just laying here getting ready to go to bed and so he came by and uh, we poured a drink and then next thing I know like Couple friends started texting, and he was on and calling, and he was just like, "Well, yeah, I'm at i uh, I'm at Nick's house. Would you just come on over here? <laughs> you know, without asking me, of course. But uh, you know, so next thing I know, I ended up having I don't know about five or six people here, and uh, we did not go to bed until I don't think they left. It, the sun was coming up when they left. Like it was literally maybe like seven thirty. So we had we had a good time. <laughs> we had a good time doing nothing Drunk as hell We was literally toasting the Betty White And uh, we was th- just a damn fool uh, <laughs> But I had a really good time uh, Oh before I even go any further I, Let me address If I sound a little funny I I do have a cold uh, At least I hope it is I uh, actually New Year's Day I woke up with a little little cough And congestion so um yeah so bear with me bear with me um but yeah speaking I was talking about Betty White we was giving (laughs) a toast to Betty White of course as y'all know by now on New Year's Eve um we found out that oh our dear Betty White passed away um they're saying from natural causes that she didn't have any kind of illness or anything going on but you know, it was just like two weeks shy of her uh, 100th birthday. So that that was crazy. Um, we just kind of ended the year like that. But um, she definitely lived a full life. And um, yeah, but of course she will be missed. And I'm sure, you know, whatever family she has. Cause I don't think she had any children. Um But, yeah, I'm sure her family and everything, they will miss her dearly, even though she's lived a good full life. Uh, She just seemed like such a ray of sunshine. Um, That's really all I can say. And she's just had an incredible career. And, um, of course, (laughs) I had to laugh because I was just like, oh, they're going to be running golden girls marathons all damn day but i'm like they do that anyway so (laughs) so it was really no different um but yeah that was something my opinion is that she was ready to go i honestly feel like she was like y'all can have 22 i don't want to know i don't want to be here to find out about any new variants i don't want (laughs) to i'm over it i don't want to go into more lockdowns i don't want to i just feel like she was like no mm -mm, i've i've had a good life like y'all 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 could take it from here i'm good i really feel that way <laughs> um but you know god rest her soul um because she seemed like just she was like such a beautiful soul but um yeah that was that was crazy uh how else was my week is going it was pretty normal really up until today um i have had um there was an area power outage that i woke up to this morning so that was lovely uh Woke up, it was like cold as fucking here. And uh I got up to and flipped the light switch and it didn't come on. I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on? So I had to call the light company and they were saying it was an area outage and it would be fixed by twelve thirty. It was like eight thirty when I talked to them. So, um and it didn't actually get fixed until about two thirty. So as you can, you can imagine the day that I had, I didn't know if I was going to be able to record today and, uh, all of that. So, but anyway, I'm here, I'm here. So, um, yeah, so let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into we have a very colorful show today. I'm just going to warn y'all right now. The show is a, is going to be a little explicit today. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm going to try not to speak necessarily explicit myself as far as like being vulgar, but the topics are a little explicit. So, you know, this may be your time to exit. If you, and if you read the title, you already know <laughs> where I'm going with it. So, uh, yeah, so let's get into these random rants. All right. So first up with these random rants, Lord, today, let me tell you, (laughs) this is we'll we'll start. We'll start nicely. We'll start nicely. So um, I'm actually this is a good rant, Um, but this is about the support of R&B music. Um, So there is a young lady that has a song out. Her name, her artist name is Money Long. Um, she has a song out called "Hours and Hours" um, that I honestly just heard for the first time today. Um, I had seen a couple of posts about it within the last week or so, but I kind of just kind of kept it moving. I honestly, I just kind of kept moving past it, but because um, sometimes I just get so tired of all like the the trends and challenges and this and that. But um, it's this really dope little R and B song. Um, she's actually a songwriter. She's written for. Uh, gosh everybody I think she wrote uh, She wrote on uh, Worth It for Fifth Harmony Imagine uh, for Ariana Grande uh, uh, California King Bear for Rihanna And some other artists But I guess she started releasing her own music Independently uh, sometime last year And I think she has an EP out um, But she's been doing really well This song Hours and Hours it uh, It's went number one on r&b soul for on um itunes uh which of course now that's really what it's about no one really gives a damn about billboard um and but i think it she cracked on the top 100 of billboard like 83 or something like that which is actually a big deal for an independent artist to be honest um but anyway um but I, i actually just took a listen to it this morning and um it's a really really like nice and sexy song and um yeah so y'all need to look that up it's her name is Money Long but it's spelled M U N I uh but yeah it's definitely a a very catchy song like i said i've listened to it maybe about two or three times total and it's it's been in my head um it's kind of like yours my ours that's all I'm going to get y'all, because I got to call. <coughs> See, I'm already coughing. <laughs> but, yeah, go listen to the song. <laughs> but what I'm, <laughs> what I'm the most excited about with this whole thing is just the support of, like, real R&B. I think the reason why it's resonating with people is just because of that. Like, um it's one of those situations where, you know, we were real, like, trap-heavy for a minute. That whole, like, trap R&B sound, like the Bryson Tillers and... Uh, uh, what's the guy that shot Meg in the foot? <laughs> Tor- Tori Lanes and you know the Summer Walkers and all of that. Even though people really liked her project as well, but um, I think that this just gives like kind of like that '90s R&B vibe um, and a, a bit more soulful. And so I think that's why people like it a lot. So I'm I'm all here for that. So yeah, shout out to her. Like I said, I had never heard of her. Until recently And I'm pretty actually good at like Keeping up with songwriters And and things like that But I actually had never heard of her before But she got a follow out of me today On Instagram And all of that And you know added the song And all that So I'll be checking out See uh, Just kind of see where her career goes from here Because she's definitely got like a viral moment going on So that's always great That's an artist's dream these days Um, So yeah Shout out to her uh let's see what else did I want to talk about in my random rants that's the only positive one I have um <laughs> oh 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 my god okay this is where things take a turn so Jim Jones y'all know Jim Jones the the rapper or what I forget he was even an artist most of the time I'm going on a side rant now but Don't some of y'all like forget that, like what people, what their like original career was when they get like famous on a reality show? You'd be like, oh yeah, he does actually make music, huh? Like, you know, I think about that, like with Stevie J, like I, I forget that he's actually like very talented and has, you know, done so much things for music and all of that, but like, you know, he'll now always be like that trashy ass dude. On love and hip hop. So anyway, but Jim Jones was doing an interview on uh Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club. She has a her own like podcast and show called Angela Lee Angela Yee's uh lip service. And um it's usually like talking about like uh, it's more like sex based. Like they talk about a lot of sexual situations and she has a few uh co hosts and everything. I actually really like the show. But anyway, some, I haven't even watched the interview, I only saw the clip And I I need to go back and watch the whole interview But I just, I don't know if I can handle it um, He was talking about how His mother taught him How to uh, Kiss, like French kiss Like, you know, with, with a tongue and And so Angela Innocently was just like Oh, you know, what kind of instructions did she give you? And Jim Jones was like Oh, she didn't give me. I mean, she like she just did it with her mouth. And I'm like, wait, what? Like I had to rewind it because I was just like, no, 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 that's not what I heard. And so (laughs) I kept playing it. And he said that, yeah, she taught him, you know, like hands on training so to speak <laughs> and um and then he tried to turn around. I was like I mean that's my mom so I'm like that's what makes it worse and he up like what do you mean like that is disgusting and so I just I, I so of course the comment section where I found it, I think it was on neighborhood talk on uh on Instagram and so the comment section was lit up and it was interesting seeing people's reaction because like It was split and it was split in a way that I knew it would be. It was like uh, because, you know, most of these people who follow these kind of urban, you know, blogs and things like that are are people of color. And so all the men were just like, oh, man, like some things you should just take to the grave and keep to yourself. Like almost every man that commented was just like, oh, he should have kept that to himself, (laughs) took that to the grave. There was no need to bring that up, blah, 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 blah every woman that commented took it deep and was just like you know there's so many sexually abused young boys out here you know being sexually abused by family members and they kind of took it that route um and i have to say i fall somewhere in the middle with that like i am just like okay that is like no one needed to know that that's one of those things that's just like let's just say we did and not or whatever not and say we did or whatever the saying is like I but let's just not that's the (laughs) let's not and um and then I also am on the other side of that too where I'm just like yeah that's kind of borderline like some like pedophile type stuff like why are you teaching your child that and then in that way, especially, and I, I I don't know. And then he said something like him having a young mama. I want to say that he said that she had him when she was 17 or something like that, which I'm like, my mom had me when she was 18 and she wasn't tonguing me in the damn mouth. Like, grow up. Like, why are we <laughs> like, come on, like, come on. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like that to me. That's so layered. It's so layered when it comes to like sexual things in the childhood of black kids, because I feel like we, as black kids, are exposed to a well, all kids are exposed to a lot of sexual stuff, but I feel like we are very hush hush about those type of things. Like, I wonder how many people. their minds was like oh well, that that happened to me too like or my mom did this or my aunt or you know my older cousin you know because that's a thing too uh where I think we kind of overlook um like molestation and that sort of thing because it's like oh well if I was underage and he or she was underage, like, is that really, you know, whatever. But I'm like, yeah, it does make a difference when you're 10 and the other person's 16 or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that was just very weird to me. And I just feel like that's that story is going to unfold a little more because I feel like his mom is going to want to come forward and say her piece. And I don't know what – I'd rather her just not say anything – than to get on some platform and be like that's my child and I get to do what you know how black women are like that's my child and I get to do what I want to do and that was how I did things and you don't just like because like no girl we're judging we're we are judging so (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that is weird like that is very weird there's no even like explanation to that it really is and that's why I'm like I kind of just want her to be quiet actually I hope she doesn't say anything um but that is yeah I I can't even talk about that anymore I can't um (laughs) anyway um another thing I know y'all so tired of me talking about her but I just I cannot help myself um Brittany fucking Spears <clears throat> what are we gonna do with her y'all what are we gonna do we need to have a family meeting about our girl because i just literally when i was preparing for this show i i'd like i'd I make my little notes and things and my bullet points of you know kind of keep things kind of organized and she was nowhere on my radar. I was not. There was no Britney news today. <laughs> there was nothing I had to say. And as I was typing my notes and things like that, I um I got sidetracked and I jumped on Instagram. Literally, the first picture that I see is her. From, it was like 28 minutes before I, you know, when I was whatever. She had just uploaded it. And it's like a new picture where she's got emoji like stars and shit over her titties and I and, and other places like she's giving full like <laughs> like full nudity like full nudity she's got I guess I'll be politically correct today she has a star over her vagina and um yeah like and I just I'm like what are you doing and I don't even remember what the caption the caption says something like uh you know what I'm actually about to look it up right now you know I'm so Tacky, I don't be editing and stuff Y'all, y'all know how I do Let me see, hold on Where did it go Oh, she says Free woman energy has never Felt better Yeah, and she literally has A heart emoji over her vagina And a flower emoji Over her titties And that's all she has on I think she has on a necklace like a choker And some white Like long white socks Once again With the classic bad Hair extensions And raccoon makeup Check check Um And then, <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm not going to spend any more time on because I've said it. I've probably have talked about her damn near every episode. Um, but I, I just, she better be cool for her ass be back in a, a conservatorship. That's all I'm saying. That is all I am saying. I mean, we don't went from her random uh, rants about buying candles to that God awful singing to now she's posting nudes. I just I've scrolled a little bit she was talking about her experience going out to a restaurant and how she was nervous and like Brittany acts like she has been in prison for 50 years (laughs) and I I just oh poor thing I, I just I don't know I don't know what we're gonna do but we're just gonna pray for Brittany and that's all I'm gonna say about that um also, real quick, I want to talk about in my random rants. I am so tired of people that are not grateful. Um, if you know me um at all in any capacity, you know that I'm someone that's pretty positive and um I'm not really a complainer or, you know, anything like that. Um, I am very annoyed by people who complain and are just not grateful for the things that they have or their accomplishments are just everyday things. And so in these times, y'all, we really need to be grateful. Like there are people who can't pay their rent, their, you know, their car payments, their bills, their, uh, you know, can't put food on the table, um, are sickly, whatever the case is, you know, uh, people are dying left and right. Like we need to be more grateful. We just need to be more grateful. Um, you know, I don't do like the whole gratitude journal thing like I've heard a lot about that and stuff, but um I haven't really gone that far with it, but I'm just really I'm a really grateful person. I really am like it it takes nothing to satisfy me or bring me like a you know, something to bring me joy. Honestly, the thing that brings me joy the most at the end of every day is to be able to eat exactly what I want, like whatever it is, whether it's something, you know, something exquisite or something as silly as McDonald's. It doesn't matter. Like I love to be able to sit down, watch exactly what I want on TV and eat exactly what I want that day. And it is like, that is perfect for me. Perfect for me. Um, You want to see me get stressed is when I have to start having like struggle meals and stuff like that. I don't, which I haven't in a very long time, but just that's when things are bad <laughs> um because i'm a foodie and i just i love to be able to eat exactly what i want to eat every single day I've, I've been like that my whole life um it brings me so much joy and to be able to watch exactly what i want to watch whether it's a, a a new show a rewind i'm a big rewind, rerun watcher i i don't know what that is about me but i i can watch episodes of stuff over and over again. Um and movies and things like that But whatever it is I just like to um, Be able to yeah Have the perfect meal that I want And watch what I want on television And it's like I'm so grateful for that It's the highlight of my day Every single day um, and, and to listen to great music While I'm preparing the meal I, I love that it, it, That's a It's perfect No matter what kind of day I've had It's the perfect it makes it a perfect day um and some people are just so ungrateful y'all wake up complaining wake up complaining go to bed complaining and i just i don't understand i really don't understand like y'all better try to get you some damn gratitude oh but anyway um enough about that i am, let's get into these hot topics it's get ready to get a little spicy so uh yeah here we go Okay, here we go. Here we go. Brace yourselves. <laughs> so, um, the first hot topic that I wanted to talk about today is this whole viral moment of, uh, we'll just call him Mister Seventy Five Loads. <laughs> so, oh Jesus! So this guy. Who lives in California um, Put out a tweet About He was Happy that he reached his goal Of 75 loads And I guess It went viral because people Were (laughs) People thought he was Talking about laundry or Something and so people were just like wow Like okay he's this kid has got A lot of laundry done or some shit Like something like that and so, of course, it was something that was sexual. So, um, yeah, it just kind of took on a life of its own from there. So I had been, behind, I had been hearing about it, you know, all week and, um, you know, reading all the memes or whatever, whatever. But I didn't really know what was if there was a video or what. And so. I was told it was a series of videos, so I was scurrying around trying to get a link and uh, couldn't get one. And finally, I did get one and to the guy's actual Twitter page, but it was private. So I had to follow him. And then I didn't think I was going to get the request granted in time for the podcast. but I did so I was able to see. (laughs) (laughs) the videos that led up to this whole situation um shout out to rashad um my facebook friend uh uh uh, rashad from tifton georgia yeah i asked people could i get a link and he came through and delivered so um because i was telling everybody i needed it for research purposes for my (laughs) for my podcast so um yeah, So, OK, so let's let's just break this down. So for those of you who don't know, OK, uh, a load is is slang for um, semen. So I'm I'm trying to be like, you know, uh, somewhat. Um, I'm trying to clean it up a little bit, but I just don't think I can. But anyway, yeah, you know, a load is just like. Uh, semen so if someone's sitting there wanting to catch a load it means they want you to you know as we say shoot the club up so this guy he's a gay guy he wanted to take 75 loads so what he did was he got a hotel uh motel really because i don't travel lodges aren't those motels anyway um Sorry, I'm like itching. Just even thinking about it. But anyway, uh (laughs) Yeah, a travel lodge hotel in in California, in Hollywood. And uh he basically was he put that out on Twitter, the address of the of the hotel and the room number. And basically was like, you know, if you want to come through and have some raw sex and dump your load in me, hit me up. And he recorded like several videos, and he would put a number up and say, "You know, this is this is forty, this is fifty-five, this is da da da." And so, you know, I went through a few of them or whatever. Um, so, uh, here's the thing: one, I think he's exaggerating, possibly. Um, but I guess it was like yeah, in a, in a span of twenty hours. I think that he's possibly lying. He may have taken a lot, but I don't think that he did seventy-five. I think some people did more than once too. This is so gross, but anyway, I think that, I think there were some people that he had that was like, "Oh, they, you know, I got them to to come for me six times or whatever or whatever." Um, yeah. So anyway, maybe he did get seventy-five. Um but i obviously think that this guy is something's wrong like there's some there's like something mentally wrong with him i also think he's probably on drugs um drugs like you know meth and 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 even coke um makes you very hypersexual and so i'm assuming that he he's hitting it hard so that's why he's acting that way i'm going to go with meth uh <laughs> but yeah i'm like he definitely has to be on drugs um from what i remember i think he was a pretty good looking guy too like i don't you know i'm just like oh my goodness but i think he's on drugs i think he's also got a little probably mental illness and i think that he's just or just super super desperate to be relevant and want some attention and i don't know why you would want that kind of attention but um he went viral. He's got like 16,000 followers. I don't know how many he had before this whole 75 load situation came about. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but, um, I just feel like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's okay. And also, let me just say this in the straight world, the straight world is like appalled right now. Like, you know, all the straight people are like, oh my God. Like, even when they were asking about it, um, just throughout for gay people and gay porn and all that it was kind of like oh okay like what's next girl like we (laughs) like it was not that we all out here doing it like that but it was just kind of like oh okay um so I think that, that there's a bit of a, uh, I'll say, cultural difference <laughs> there. Like, it wasn't as shocking for us as I think it is for straight people. Like, that really just, I know that blew a lot of people's minds. But um, we're used to that. Like, you know, just how you guys have, like, uh, Tinder and, and, and things like that. Gay people have apps that are that are similar to that. And sometimes they're advertising those kind of things of like, oh, I'm literally, I mean, I, this is not, I mean, it's like an everyday thing. Like where somebody's like, oh, looking, especially, oh, I hate to say it, but especially gay white guys. Uh, where, you know, they're advertising that they're at a motel and that the, the door is cracked. This is the address, the room number and just come in in the dark and they call it, they want to be a pump and dump. So (laughs) yeah. Oh jeez. If my dad is listening to this, he's gonna throw his phone out the window. But anyway, um yeah, like that is that I, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, it's just another the reason why I'm really even talking about this story is not so much of the the actual content. It's more so the fact that how desperate people are for fame and being viral and and all of that. Like, social media has really, really got us, like, in a chokehold when it comes to wanting to be famous and relevant and just known for, you know, whatever, whatever. And now it doesn't even matter what you're known for. Like, you just... uh, I, I don't know that is just insane to me like it really really is and also let's just talk about just how not safe that is like you know I don't want to be a uh, you know I don't want to be preachy about like about safe sex but I mean let's be serious like you are taking you're having raw sex with all these people maybe not 75 people but enough people uh to get 75 quote-unquote loads and we're talking you don't know where these people have been you don't they're all strangers so you don't know where they've been what they have and who they've been with and that's just wow i mean that's that's a disaster waiting to happen Um, And I'm sure he probably already has A thing or two Uh, You know I'm just saying But I don't know It just wasn't really Anything that cute about that Like it it was just like Okay You took Maybe what someone's fantasy would be And brought it to reality And it doesn't read the same (laughs) Like it just Ugh I don't know And and then your poor inside. I I didn't want to go there. But anyway, like, <laughs> I just feel like um, we really need to just pray for our people when it comes to being so infatuated with being famous. I, I just, I don't know. Like, you want to be viral that bad. Like, you're going to be viral, all right. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it literally um because that is that is a lot like that is i don't know i don't even know if i can continue talking about that i just know that i just can't believe the the just the lengths that people go to to be famous because like this is such a gross story that it's not gonna make a lot of big platforms because it's too vulgar, so it's just like you're not even you're not even gonna get the attention that you think you're gonna get. Like I I, I don't know, it's just it's too much. It's too much. It is too much. But I digress. Um, another hot topic. It's another spicy one, but it's not as bad. Um, so I'm by now, y'all probably are familiar with the rapper Saucy Santana. So. Saucy Santana was made kind of famous by being uh, a friend of the city girls, um, particularly uh, young Miami, a.k.a. Carisha, uh, because they would get on live and just kind of clown and whatever, whatever. But Saucy Santana always wanted to be in the music industry and so he started putting out music and it was gaining it was getting some attention and all that but he really knocked it out the park when um with the whole song that went viral i is it called walk it might just be called walk but i mean y'all y'all know the song um and so he's really having a big moment and um it's it's i'm actually proud of him because for him to be not only gay and openly gay but to be like flamboyant like you know he wears nails and carries Chanel bags and the whole thing like and to be having this big kind of mainstream success is is really dope but anyway uh so a little quick little clip i don't even know if it was 30 seconds started surfacing on twitter and being circulated um of what people were saying allegedly was was saucy santana you know getting down with the get down so um my friends put it in the our little group chat and uh and you know it was so quick it was just like well i don't know it could be him but you know the body type seemed like him And uh, I just kind of left it at that. It wasn't enough to judge even to be like, oh, this is trash or oh, that was good. Or, you know, it just, it it was so quick. So I didn't think anything of it. I knew, of course, blogs and stuff were running it, but I I figured like, "Uh, okay, whatever, whatever. So Santana gets on, I think live or whatever, it's IG live. And he makes this whole video about it um defending that it wasn't him so at first i was like okay cool you know he said it wasn't him it's it's done with but y'all he spent like a long time um going on and on and on like he was at on the fucking witness stand or something uh, you know and on law and order or something um about why it wasn't him like i mean he was breaking down tattoos and Body type and this and that, he nails, and th- I mean, even to the point of the back of his neck, he was talking about how he has a, a hamburger neck, and um, yeah, like he was just going through all this. Like, I mean, he had exhibit A through Z, do you hear me? And I'm just like, bro, like I didn't honestly, you just saying it wasn't you and moving on, I really would have left it alone, but the fact that you went into this whole like trial investigation <laughs> like I'm just kind of like uh, I'm starting to believe that it is you uh, and then the other guy that was in the video he confirmed that it was I'm sorry he the guy the yeah the other person in the video came forward and was just like you know this is my video and it wasn't Santana whatever whatever but now people are kind of um, a lot of people are kind of speculating that it's a publicity thing and you know I don't know it could be I, he just had a album release party just I think the other day um, and so you know I, I just think that maybe that's what that's what it was about I I, I don't know like Because, you know, it makes me think when Santana was first starting to pop a little bit, he was rumored to be dating this porn star. And they were, you know, seen together out in clubs and having a good time and, you know, exchanging a kiss here and there and taking pictures like they were together and calling each other bay and this and that. And it got him pretty big. You know, his name circulating um, in the gay community, of course. Uh, but it just kind of went away and it was never really. And a lot of people just thought it was publicity. And so sometimes that's what I'm thinking. Like now I'm thinking like, maybe, maybe that's what it is. He's not, it was him and you know, whatever. And it was leaked on purpose or maybe it isn't him, but he likes the fact that it, you know, that it could be or whatever. And I, I don't know. He might be just using it to his advantage. I don't know. I don't feel like he needs that kind of publicity. At this point, he's doing pretty well. I like him. I think that he's authentic to, you know, who he is and everything like that. Um, But I, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. However, the bigger point is uh, of just how folks got to be careful, though, <laughs> with these videos. Because I think one thing that we don't realize is that sometimes when you don't know where your life will take you so you may be having a good time in your 20s and and just like oh whatever whatever and then you know your life may take a turn where you become in the spotlight and when you get in the spotlight people people dig up for they dig stuff up like they go there are people that are just dedicated to doing that like finding what they can dig up and throw out there. Whether it's something you said. I mean how many celebrities have we seen. Like where an old tweet was dug up. From five or ten years ago. About them being like homophobic. Or something racist. And you know. Then they got to come forth and say. Oh well I've evolved. And you know just all of that. So I think that people. We need to just be careful. With some of the things that we do. uh, Because you never know where your life will take you. So or just be prepared to own it, you know, that's my thing, uh, and the type of person, like, going back to Santana, going back to the type of person he is, I feel like, if it is him, he should just own it, but like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, that was me, and this was how long, ever long ago, and whatever, whatever, or whatever, and just kind of keep it moving, but I, I don't know, I, I, I kind of believe it's him. I'm just going to be honest. Because I feel like whoever the other person is, as attention-hungry as people are, I feel like they would have come forth. By now, I've been like, no, that's me. I'm the other guy in the video. So, I, 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 you know, we'll see. We will see. But, um, <laughs> I think I'm going to leave that alone. So, I'm going to go to my last hot topic. Um. This one was interesting to me. So, uh, Shekinah, Shekinah Anderson. So y'all know Shekinah from um being associated with Tiny and T I. Um, she is a celebrity hairstylist and um really, really funny girl. She cracks me up. And she's been on a few reality shows and things and you know, she's been popping in the Atlanta scene and She's guest co-hosted on The Real. I know, you know, several times back in the day. Not back in the day, but, you know, previous seasons ago. Um, But, um, you know, she had this big falling out with with Tiny, her best friend. And they've been good friends for many years. Um, But recently she came forth and kind of started talking about some kind of a tell-all. I think she jumped on her live as well. And I saw most of it, and she was just basically kind of just giving some behind the scenes dirt of like what she endured while she was working with that family, and you know being friends with them. And I mean, it was like really interesting stuff, like you know, like basically a lot of things where Ti was being disrespectful and calling her the help, and and calling out her name, and just being really disrespectful. And I believe her and everything that she's saying, but the conversation that basically came about from a lot of people was, you know, like, okay, is she being loyal or should she still be being loyal now that she's not friends? You know, a lot of people are saying like, okay, if y'all not friends, move on, walk away you know, you don't tell all the business, like, you have no loyalty, oh, it never was, you never were her friend or their friend if you going out now and airing out all their dirty laundry, and then on the other hand, there's people that are like, you know, fuck them, like, you know, they did her dirty, Uh, she could tell what she wants to tell, so on this one, I am, again, like, uh, in between, I feel like that There could be a bit of loyalty that she could still have since she was friends for so long with Tiny. I feel like um, there's certain things she shouldn't say or go, you know, kind of put out there. But I think she hasn't. Um, But then on the other hand, it's like you get to tell your truth about whatever your experience was. And from what I gather. A lot of their issues. That she's had with Tiny, I feel like weren't even necessarily direct issues. With Tiny, they were, they were things that Tiny did as a result of her man. And I, I hate those kind of situations. Um, anybody who knows me, I cannot stand when a when a significant other, spouse, life partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever gets in between a friendship. Um, because it it just it never goes well it never goes well when the person is just kind of like brainwashed by their partner and they're doing things that are out of character or underhanded or whatever towards someone who they really love and care about and vice versa um and i think that that is the case with with tiny i don't think tiny is a bad person or anything i think she is so brainwashed with ti that she'll do anything and hurt anybody and that's unfortunate like that happens when you're with someone that is is toxic because listen i i don't care what ti has done for communities and and things like that that's great good for him uh god bless However, he is a trash man. To me, when you are a good man, you're a good man all around. You're not just like, oh, well, he's a good man because he he gets back to the community. But I'm like, but he treats his wife like shit. You're not a good man. So that's where I stand about I, I, I just I'm like, yo, like you run around slinging penis to whoever you can whenever, and I'm sure, of course, that's not hard to do, uh, but you just have embarrassed Tiny so many times in so many ways, and that shit is whack. I, I, it's just it's so whack to me, and, and then Tiny has just become so accustomed to it that everybody else has to get with the program, which is it's a trip even when it comes to this whole alleged sex trafficking thing i believe it all i didn't at first but i believe it all i believe that it's all ti's doing i don't think tiny really necessarily wants to do it but i think she does because she's just brainwashed by him you know i think that's a that's a lot of women that's a lot of people really not even just women that's a lot of people in general when you're in a toxic relationship and you have low self-esteem which is what i think the case is for tiny um, you know she can only take so many miss piggy jokes y'all <laughs> so you know and she probably thinks oh i can't do no better you know whatever whatever and uh, uh yeah but he's trash. I believe everything that Shekinah says cuz she even brought up something about how I can't think of the girl's name now but the kind of the big mistress I think her name was was it I feel like it was like an old lady name like Bernice or some shit but anyway um that was a big scandal and Shekinah was talking about how she was kind of they were trying to force her to beat the girl up and you know just all of that and I don't know. They're giving very much surviving R. Kelly vibes. And I just hope that this doesn't come out to be something really, really crazy like that. I want to. I just hope that that's not true. Just the whole sex trafficking. And 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 yeah, just all of that. Bill Cosby kind of shit. Like nobody has time for that. Um Nobody. Nobody has time for that, but um, I could also tell like she kinda is very hurt, like just kind of watching her a lot. she comes off to be a nutcase, to be honest, and i sometimes I hate when people are so overly emotional because people can't take you serious um, because you just like I don't know the validity of everything just kind of gets lost when you're over emotional and she was definitely definitely uh, a little over emotional but I think she is very hurt and they have been friends I know a very very long time so um and I don't think they're ever going to get past this the only way they're ever going to ever be friends again is if Tiny actually really really leaves T.I. and like and it's like done done sorry y'all this damn cold um but yeah that is i think the only way that they'll ever like reconcile ever because i just tiny is just her head is in the clouds and i don't get it i really don't get it i'm very very annoyed by people like that uh very annoyed (laughs) but would i have people in my life that that are going through the exact kind of same thing, family, friend, every, I have a couple of people in my life that it's just, it's really unfortunate. Like abuse is real. And I mean like mental, emotional, you know, all of that. Like I don't think T.I. is slapping Tiny around, but he has got her in in a mental and emotional chokehold and it is, it's really sad to see. It really, really is. Um, You know, I think that's the same thing with, you know Chloe and and Tristan. Um, you know I won't be surprised if Chloe gives him one more chance. You know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 unfortunate. It really is. And we just got to do better. We just got to do better. But with that whole situation, which kind of and tiny and and to, I think Ti is the the reason for um, all of the the strife between them but uh yeah I wonder what y'all think about that I don't you know I do think there's a sense of loyalty that you should always have with friends you shouldn't just go blasting everything but there's some stuff that it's like "Mm, let me clear that up let me clear that up so good luck to Shekinah I hope that she doesn't let this break her spirit so much to where she can't continue to take in her blessings and continue to elevate her career and all of that um i, I really hope that she kind of just continues moving forward but anyway um that is all i have today for my my hot topics uh i'm going to come to y'all with this life class and uh yeah okay so for today's life class i wanted to talk about discernment um the best way to describe discernment for for those who don't know it's just like you know your intuition your uh your gut you know just that that inner feeling that inner voice that that guides you um or that should guide you anyway um The reason why I wanted to talk about this, I guess, is because I think so many of us, uh, myself included, sometimes go against what we know is the best decisions for us in life and the best way to go, the best path. And we we often just like I said, we just ignore what's in front of us. I started thinking about it a lot when those funny like memes and posts and stuff were going around about red flags. Because we really do ignore a lot of red flags, and I don't believe I believe that in every like relationship, for example, that you get in, you saw the signs of whatever the problem was of why you broke up. Um, If you got with someone that's physically abusive, you saw signs of that before you made the commitment, um if they were. Someone that was unfaithful. You saw signs of that. I believe we're always told or shown those things. (coughs) Excuse me. I think we're always shown things in the very beginning and we make the choice of if we're going to, you know, kind of proceed or not. And a lot of us, we, we kind of continue on, but we kind of proceed with caution, so we think. And, you know, you always end up getting in some stuff that you really wish you didn't. And, and so that's kind of my advice for this week. It's just listen to that inner voice, listen to that intuition, that gut feeling, you know, anytime something goes bad and you hear people say you know something told me not to do that that's what that was you know that's what your discernment was and you know you just chose to ignore it and I always find and I've I've been in this myself that um when you ignore your discernment um the consequence is so crazy like it the the consequence is really a trip because like it, it's it's almost like you're being punished because you didn't follow your instincts and um, so I've learned that when I see something in the beginning, even if it's something I can't explain to other people and I'm just like mm, no, I'm not gonna do that and sometimes what happens is people are like, well why why not and why you should do that or don't do that or that, that, that person's cool or that you know you just need to go with your own your own shit and sometimes you gotta say okay i don't want to explain that i said no and you know that's it and it'll come out later you know i've done that many times with people with people in general where i met someone and i just really wasn't feeling them they didn't do anything to me but i'm like "Mm, i don't know about them and you know i may mention it to another friend and then lord a couple of weeks later a friend will call and say like oh my god guess what You know, they'll tell me something. I'm like, see, I I didn't know what the situation was, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But I knew it wasn't right. And so that's what we have to exercise more in these days, because it is some crazy times we are living in. And I just think that we really need to go with discernment. I don't care if it's the smallest things my grandmother used to say when I was growing up, you know, I don't care if you walk the same way. Or drive the same way to um you know a certain place if one day you you have that feeling to take a different street or walk on the opposite side of the sidewalk than you usually walk or whatever just do it just do it because you never know what um what you could be you know missing or or whatever um yeah so that that can i I just think that we all need to to exercise that a lot more particularly with our our love in our lives uh because sometimes we could just avoid a lot of stuff if we just go with our gut in the beginning and say okay this this is not gonna work and this is why you know and and just keep it moving um but yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. Just, just use that good old discernment. Use that discernment. But it's it's gotten me out of a lot of stuff, and I'm sure out of many more things that I'll never know about, and that I'm glad. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's all I have for y'all today. Uh, again, thank y'all so much for for listening to me every week. Make sure y'all continue to. You know, rate the podcast, share the links, all of that good stuff. Um, And I, you know, I love y'all for listening. And until next time, cheers.